Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And we're here. Another week, another movie, if you can call it that. <laughs> I was kind of wondering the same thing when I was watching this. I was like, does this even, like, count? I don't know. I don't know. Well, going into it, I thought, but let's not let's not blow our load too soon on uh, what movie we're doing today and uh, how we feel about all of that, you know? Yeah. We just got I, started. We just got here. I did want to say, I'm not even going to say what movie it is, but I... I was looking up the info for it, and uh, there's only like 29, I think is what it was, or like maybe even less than that, re- like critic reviews on this movie. So like we're breaking ground here, you know? Yeah, we really are <laughs> on this movie that's been out for a week and a half now by the time this comes out. <laughs> that That's how we do it. We, we like to give everybody enough time to get to the theaters and see it. Although, being that it's like the shit zone for movies, like February. Yeah. Some of these movies you might only have two weeks to see. <laughs> kind of. They're all so bad that they keep each other in theaters. Yeah, basically. I just got back from Baltimore, but I saw this in Baltimore at like a random ass, like fancy theater. Yeah. It was the one I sent you the picture of, the Cinebistro. Well, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I, w- I thought it was funny because that was similar to like Alamo, where it's like a theater meant for movie lovers. And I guess the trailers in that theater are tailored towards like that crowd. It, it's not like uh, it didn't look like it was something where it was like, oh, they need to play these trailers with this movie. Yeah, because I actually wanted to ask you what trailers played when you saw this movie. But for me, the Green Knight was the first trailer that played. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought these were going to be, uh, you know, comedies. I don't remember any of the trailers that played. I might have gotten there at the end of the last trailer. Oh, okay. So I didn't see any of those. I actually saw every single trailer for the movie we're doing next week. But again, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. We're getting so far ahead of ourselves. No, no we're, we're fine right now. It's our show. <laughs> we can do whatever yeah. we want. Exactly. I can cry if I want to. <laughs> it's my show. I can cry if I want to. Fuck you. <laughs> That's the song. Yeah. That's my favorite song. It's on every playlist I make, no matter what the occasion. <laughs> Just change it to It's My Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that actually works. It's My Potty, with, but with a D, <laughs> not a T. Also, we should never refer to the show as a potty. <laughs> no, that was dumb. <laughs> you guys listening to the potty? <laughs> we put out a new epi. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but how have you been? How have you been? I've been good. 
this is our first episode recording with my new setup, so there might be some sound differences. Listen, it's a it's a learning curve right now, so the Swampies are going to have to deal with some some different things going on over the next couple of weeks until we iron everything out perfect, you know? Yeah, I feel like I've already apologized, but I'm going to apologize again because the move has definitely made things more difficult. Yeah, it is what it is, though. Yeah, I mean, the episode that came out last week, I think, went fine. Yeah, sounded sounded good. Yeah, and I think it's going to be like easier for me and you to like actually record. That being said, you know, we're still trying to iron out the kinks with like being in two different places and like you got a new interface and also like not having any time to do anything has like seriously delayed the book. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've both been moving slow on that. Well, not even moving slow on that. We just got a lot of stuff going on. You literally you, you moved like what, three hours away, three and a half hours away. Yeah. So that takes a little bit of time. Yeah, a little bit. And you started in your new job, right? Yeah, I started right away. You were you were basically uh, like I would never do that because I I moved on a Saturday and then started on a Monday. Yeah, you're insane. I always even if I'm just changing jobs and not even moving, I give myself a week vacation in between. Yeah, I I wanted that cash, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, you know, the first week I moved, and then uh, last week I actually went on uh, like a business trip to a convention for a week in Baltimore. So I wasn't around at all. Yeah. But on the drive there and on the drive back, working on the book, the book's almost done. I think if you can download that program, we could probably have it done by not when this episode drops, the next one. Well, we'll see because I've had enough problems with my computer over the last couple of weeks, which is why Sonic ended up coming out a day late. So I apologize to the Swampies because, uh, yeah, but trust me, if you guys were annoyed that you didn't have an episode on time, imagine how annoyed I was that I thought my computer might be broken. Um, your whole thing was like a uh, saga. <laughs> uh, you're telling me. It took me like five days to get everything straightened out. And I was like tr- trying, you know, I had just started my job, so it was like hard for me to like text and stuff like that. But you were like texting me like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry for putting that on you. Didn't, didn't, uh. Didn't want to stress you out, but I just needed someone to vent to. No, it wasn't stress, stressing me out. I was just like, ah, oh, shit. Good. Yeah, because I was stressed out. I was pissed. I had to go all, I had to go down to the Apple store, which uh, for where for where I am, it's not that close. You know, if if I was you, I would have been pissed. Also, <laughs> like anything happens to my computer, and I freak out. Like when even when I was remember when we were doing our last episode, I was trying to set it up, and the monitors weren't coming on. I was getting Oh, yeah. I was getting tight. (laughs) Well, you know, I was talking about it with Megan. Like, if I have issues with my printer, I will be swearing and yelling and and hitting it and everything. And I full-blown rage. But for this, I, I wasn't swearing and I wasn't doing any of that stuff. And I think it's because when, like, your printer fails or, like, your speakers aren't working or something like that, you, you can go full-blown like, fuck you, fuck this, this is bullshit, and you're like, goddamn piece of shit, and you're shaking the shit out of it. But when it's a $2,000 Mac, I was so scared and concerned for its life that I couldn't even be angry. I was just sweating because I'm like, I could lose everything. And I'm like thinking about it. Like I've had this computer for, what, seven years Every piece of artwork I've ever done, every show we recorded, every song that I wrote, 
gone in a yeah. blink of an eye, gone. So I was just so nervous that I was going to lose everything that I couldn't even be like swearing and yelling at my computer. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, I'm so fucked. Like this needs to work. So yeah, it's been fun. We've had, we've been having a lot of fun. So yeah, the book's not out yet. We're sorry. <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun here. <laughs> yeah. Just our lives are falling apart. No big deal. <laughs> My Mac is actually on like its last leg. That was like a, I got a MacBook. Yeah. Which is what, when I've been going on like the road and stuff, that's what I've been bringing with me to work on the book. There you go. See, look at that. You you have a real, real life job, but you still, you still bring the book with you to work on it. Oh, yeah. Putting in the time. I, I was. I was, you know, I actually, uh, I worked on it on the way there and back. And then when I had some free time in the room, I was working on it. But my Mac, I used that Mac all through college and like did my whole thesis on that Mac basically. Wow. And all like the rendering just like has fried it. So if I want to open up like Google Chrome, it's like, okay, you better get, you better sit down and get comfortable <laughs> because it's oh, going to yeah, take a dude. while. That's what was happening to me. I upgraded and then all of a sudden it took me 15 minutes to open up fucking Safari. <laughs> I was hey, like, Safari geez. uses a lot of RAM. Oh, I'm sure. And you were getting rammed. <laughs> yeah, I was getting rammed on the regs. <laughs> but if if yeah, if that uses a lot of RAM, imagine how much the fucking editing program uses. Oh yeah. Dude, sure. I I deleted 300 gigabytes of information off of my hard drive. Did you back it up? Like is it backed up now where if anything happens, you're cool? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm straight. I'm squared away now. Lesson yeah. learned. Yeah. Ain't ain't fucking me twice without buying me dinner. <laughs> it's like, listen, you can fuck me. It's not a problem, but buy me dinner. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be nice. Like, take me to Outback. <laughs> take me to Olive Garden. Me and uh, me and Brandon actually found out. We haven't done it yet. We're, we're not at that level yet, but we found out that where we're living, we can actually Grubhub or DoorDash or whatever the fuck you want to do. Uber Eats. You can Uber Eats the mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese over here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's I like, got to come up and visit you. So, yeah. I, not for that, but. Well, why else would you come up? <laughs> fair point. <laughs> but, you know, we, Brandon was like, I got big news. And I was like expecting something like actually cool. And then he was like, we can Grubhub Chuck E. Cheese. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good news. <laughs> I Let's like go. It. Let's go right now. Oh yeah, no, we haven't done it yet. I think it's just like yeah. the only reason to do it is to just be ridiculous. Yeah. Either that or test the theory that they recycle their pizza. <laughs> oh yeah. Order two large pies. You heard about that, right? Yeah, I've heard about that. I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. I also don't care. You you don't care? No. Nah. You don't care if they if they take someone's old ass pizza. No, I don't. Because if you're getting pizza from Chuck E. Cheese, that's what you deserve. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You should know better, you fucking dumbass. That's a swampy move. (laughs) That's some swampy shit right there. That being said, we love the swampies. It's a term of endearment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always have to say that after we use it as an insult. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm glad that we're back on the grind. Oh, hell yeah. It's not so much a grind though anymore we're actually i was telling you we're, we're seeing a lot of uh uptick in our listeners our followers interactions and stuff so yeah. that's super cool so thank you to everybody that's reaching out yeah definitely uh you know it's it's cool to see 
that more people are listening, more people are following and stuff. But it's even cooler when we get to talk to people and people. Uh, I feel like a lot of times on the internet, uh, especially with the just the the uh, the way the internet is these days and the way people talk to each other is so heinous and just awful and no human should interact like that. But yeah. for us, people reach out and offer opinions either on movies or ideas that we had in the show and stuff. And I genuinely love it when people get in on the conversation. Like usually you would think, hey, internet, I don't want your opinion. I actually love it when the Swampies give us their opinion on stuff. Yeah, me too. It's like, a, it's like an extension of an episode like where we get to have a conversation about it. And sometimes people make really solid points that I'm like, shit, I didn't even think about that. Uh, somebody really early on when we were doing the show, uh, Godzilla, right? King of the Monsters. Uh, somebody reached out to us on Facebook and offered up a lot of really good perspectives. Yeah. All the info that they gave us was like stuff that I didn't know. Yeah. I, I should have pulled up their name. I didn't know we were going to talk about it right now. But if I knew their name, I'd shout them out right now. But I'm sorry. I, I don't have it in front of me right now. But yeah, that no, I mean, that was really cool. But we got to keep it pushing. We got to look forward to the future. We do have to look forward to the future. And I don't know about you, but uh, you know what's in my future is more fucking movies. Is it only in your future or is it in my future too? I would hope it's in your future. Otherwise, <laughs> we're changing the name of the show. <laughs> I was going to say, or I'm literally being you from our second episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where you're like, I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Yeah, no. That's such a funny thing to bring up because it's just like it's it's only for us. Nobody's heard the episode. I know, I know, but I'm just like, I'm I'm thinking about your train of thought for that, and I just think oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Where it's like, because now you know we're we're taking it seriously. We're doing it every every week, obviously. But that was when we first started, and I think you were just like, <laughs> I didn't see this shit. I'm not gonna go see it. I'm just gonna <laughs> screw. Basically, waste ha like an hour of his life. <laughs> yeah no i think we only went for like 30 minutes maybe 40 but man i had you on the ropes for a while i was like man how how long can i go without actually making any points about the movie he saw and only talking about the jim carrey grinch i think we went through an entire like the intro the trailer park got into the movie and then we were talking movie for like 10 minutes and i was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah i was like oh man that scene where he's like you're an idiot I'm like, yeah, I was classic. like, classic. I think I looked at you and I'm like, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I have seen a lot of the animated Grinch movie, like the new one, the Benedict Cumberbatch one since that episode, because it's on Netflix and Logan likes it. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, I haven't really paid attention to it. I've seen like 15 <laughs> okay. minutes of it. So if you wanted to do an episode, I'm ready. <laughs> we will pass. Okay. That's fair. All right, well, uh, yeah, fuck that. Fuck the past. We don't need to talk about the movies that we didn't do, did or did not see. The jury's still out on, I guess. We need to think about the, the fucking movies that are coming all over us. When you think about those guys, all these movies that are fucking coming. They're fucking cumin, which is a spice. <laughs> Has nothing to do with going to the trailer park. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting real lazy on these. I was gonna say, I wish, you, I wish you could have seen my face during all that. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I just had my eyes like, mm, not amused. 
Well, I used to put a lot of work into these these buildups, and they used to be try to be clever. And now I'm just like, dude, you guys, you've heard the show. This is like episode. We're almost on episode eighty. Like you guys <laughs> should know by now. Now it's literally like, do you want to know where I want to come? Oh, come! <laughs> That's basically <laughs> how the trailer park wind up goes a ramp up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me, man? Uh. I'm putting forth the same amount of effort that the Impractical Jokers put forth. <laughs> oh, well, now you people know what episode we're, uh, we're doing today. Yeah, they read the title. Fuck them. <laughs> but yeah, so what, what are we talking today for this trailer park? Well, since we're doing the Impractical Jokers movie, it only makes sense to do another prank-based movie where you, you basically take advantage of the public. And uh, we're talking, was it Bad Trip? With Eric yeah. Andre, I don't. Is that the full title? I think it's just Bad Trip. Is the movie? Yeah, it's, just, it's Bad Trip. Bad Trip. Yeah, but it's uh, it's Eric Andre. Yeah. The end. That's all we need to talk about. Good <laughs> oh, <okay>. trailer park. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is a movie. I told you, I'm getting lazy, man. This episode's <laughs> gonna be 25 minutes long. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this trailer actually did play when I saw this movie. Oh, really? See, this trailer's been playing for a while. Yeah, it played, and they played the Red Band trailer when I saw it, and uh, people were loving it in the theater. <laughs> really? Yeah, they were all about it. I don't remember when I saw this trailer. I've been seeing this trailer for months, though, like back in 2019. So I have a feeling this one was supposed to be released earlier, and then they were just like, eh, push it back. It comes out soon, about month and a half from now uh, two months from now oh okay i don't know why i don't know why it got pushed back so far though but i don't know if you really want to go into it much now or if we should just watch it but um yeah i mean if you're a fan of these types of movies you'll probably like it yeah i think it's i think it's produced by like the jackass guys in some way or somebody from jackass i don't know don't quote me on that it infuriates me when it's like they basically name drop someone without actually telling you who it is and it's like from one of the guys who brought you jackass. And then it's just like someone behind the scenes. <laughs> it's, you would yeah, think it, if, if they're name dropping jackass, it would be like Johnny Knoxville or something like that. But it's no, no, it's not. It's just somebody. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't dig any deeper. <laughs> you know who it is. It's the jackass guys. One of them. <laughs> it's one of the guys who brought you Viva La Bam. <laughs> it's one of... <laughs> Whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I said that the other day. I don't even remember what it was in, in relation to, but I was just like, what will he do next? And then I was like, whatever the fuck I want. And Brandon just started dying. He was like, oh, that intro was so lame. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It's so cool. What are you talking about, man? That intro slaps. <laughs> Dude, it's a banger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to just get into this? Then we can, we can start talking about how we feel about it. I actually don't know how you feel about this. I don't know how I feel about it either. Let's watch the goddamn trailer. All right. Warning. The following pranks are performed by professional actors on real people who are in for the surprise of their life. Warning right out the gate. Enjoy your trip. Hey, what's up, man? Well, I'm almost done. I just got to do the interior. Can, can you just hit that on switch? Shit, shit, shit. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Turn it off. What did you That's zany. Oh, 
We are about to embark on the trip of a lifetime. Hell no. Hey, we're not taking my sister's car, man. She will kill us. Your sister's in jail. She'll never know. Let's steal that goddamn car and go to New York and have the adventure of a lifetime. So it looks like they are, are. trying to make a like a movie. Oh, like they're adding a story. It's not just white silly white pranks. They're they're doing what you know bad grandpa was. Or I mean like Borat or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I like Eric Andre. I think he's great, and I love the Eric Andre show. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought it was open. And I like Little Rel, too. We actually just talked about him, didn't we? Have you seen this car? I have not. You are handsome. Can we kiss? No. I saw that shot with the car in theaters, and I was like... I wonder, like, how they did that. If it's supposed to all be real, like, if all these reactions are real, or if that's a staged scene. Because there's going to be staged scenes. Why did you do that? Well, I think a lot of it is staged. It's just all the quote-unquote extras and bystanders. Those are real people. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so I think they had they did like a you know, like a stuntman crash. Oh, uh, okay. See. They must have filmed this a while ago because you really think people don't recognize Tiffany Haddish? You, well, yeah, I know. That's that's something that plays into the Impractical Jokers also. But yeah, like, sometimes I'm like, how do, how do people not realize this is fake? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, it's really hard to believe some of that stuff, even more so than a fictitious movie with, like, superpowers. It's, like, somehow easier to believe that than to believe it's, like, what, you've never seen any of these people before like Lil Rel was in Get Out Tiffany Haddish is everywhere now yeah and Eric Andre's been on TV but I mean granted it's been like Adult Swim or whatever but like he's had like meme stuff viral stuff you see his videos on Facebook all the time Eric Andre everyone knows him from Lion King <laughs> yeah exactly that high <laughs> recognize him. motherfucker <laughs> yeah no I, I completely agree that's why I actually like I, I actually used to like these movies a lot uh, mainly when like Borat came out because Borat came out and that was like so funny and then yeah. Bruno came out and Bruno was like alright and then after Bruno I kind of stopped you know started losing interest in these types of movies yeah well I mean even before that like he was doing Ali G and then there's the whole Jackass era yeah but like the Jackass movies didn't have a plot they were just really long episodes of Jackass yeah they were they were budget. uh yeah, and they were able to push what they couldn't do on on TV, which was yeah, you know, funny. show their dicks, basically, basically, yeah, touch each other's buttholes. <laughs> but I don't know. It was because Borat came out, and Borat, when they did that movie, they got sued a ton because a lot of Borat actually was like real, like they did stuff, and then people got pissed off and they sued them, and then yeah. Bruno came out, and Bruno had more just like scripted studio stuff in it than actual like candid moments with, with regular extras. Yeah. Cause I think they were worried about getting sued. And I feel like now more and more, every time one of these movies comes out, you get the feeling that more of it is scripted, which I think the appeal of the movie is to watch real people freak out. But if you are feeling like they are making it scripted, I think that makes it less funny for me. That's just how I feel. No, I agree. It takes away a little bit of the authenticity of the 
I guess, quote unquote, the prank or the the shenanigans that they're pulling off. Yeah. But it is it is funny you mentioned uh Bruno because there's a there's a connection here besides that style of film to Impractical Jokers, and that's Paula Abdul. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Spoiler, I guess, for the movie. But <laughs> But yeah, I mean, do you think this looks funny? Like what what do you think about the the comedy that that's going on in it? Nothing really got me. Like not uh, like watching the trailer, I wasn't like, "Wow, that's that's hilarious." I feel like even like the Jackass trailers, I'm like, "Oh man, they're doing some crazy stuff." But this, I feel like, is a in terms of the sense of humor and the and the sensibility of the pranks, I feel like it's a step down from the Eric Andre show. Like I yeah, I like I the more absurd, obscure humor of the Eric Andre show than I do this kind of like, "Oh, we're gonna." We're gonna, you know, dangle them off a building and see what people say. We're gonna crash a car and see what people say. Like, I, f- I feel like even though Eric Andre's show is arguably stupid, it's actually smarter in the in the humor that it plays with. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, no- nothing in this trailer is really getting me. People in the theater that I was in were like all about it, so there is a market for this. I might just not be me, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, this this wasn't something that I was like, you know, really digging. Yeah, I feel you. I've kind of checked out on a few of these movies, like Bad Grandpa and stuff like that. Like, I wasn't really, wasn't really feeling it. So, I just think in general, I've lost interest in these kind of like prank movies. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think I'd just rather see a movie that's either like a comedy, like just a smartly written comedy, or just like a good movie rather than because it's kind of a gimmick if you think about it. No, it definitely is. So, I don't. Do you have anything else on this? I don't. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I always like when you put the, the sass behind it. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of this trailer park. I didn't want to come here to begin with. <laughs> we really backed ourselves into a corner with that segment. But yeah, Impractical Jokers, the movie, though, that's the that's what we're doing. And I didn't even know that this was coming out until like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, same. I had no clue. Like We were scrambling because there wasn't anything coming out and there wasn't anything worthwhile. Like I went to see downhill cause I was like, maybe that'll be an episode. And then I saw it and I was texting you while I was watching it. Cause I was the only person in the theater and I was like, this is not going to be an episode. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> this is trash. I, I just remember cause I, I told you what time I was seeing that movie. And then I texted you. I'm like, yeah, don't go see downhill. And you're like, you saw it already. I'm like, I'm watching it right now. Like I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well <Yeah>. then. <laughs> I was just being that guy on my phone in the movie, but I wasn't bothering anybody because I was alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then like I really didn't want to do Call of the Wild. Like I Yeah, me neither. I saw that trailer so many times in theaters and every single time I was like, Ugh, this just looks like garbage. I think it actually got like semi decent reviews. Like I think it's not rotten, but it was just not something that I was interested in. I watched I watched a, a dog movie uh, two years ago with Alpha. Is it Alpha? I think it was Alpha. That at least I think was a real dog for the most part. I did not want to see Harrison Ford in a CGI dog. The dog looks so fake. Yeah, it's weird. He's only doing dog stuff these days. Star Wars and dogs, because he was uh, <laughs> he was in Secret Life of Pets too as a dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, we decided to do Impractical Jokers. So I wanted to ask you though, what's do you like the show? Do you watch the show? Um. I have seen the show actually when I was at the bachelor party in Orlando uh, 
you know, last summer or whenever the fuck it was. It might have been October. There was one day we were all so hungover and just hanging out at the house and just like chilling and eating. And it was just on TV all day. Like it's just playing constantly. And I guess a couple of the guys watched the show. So that was the first time I ever saw it was just last late last year. And, uh, you know, it can be funny. It can be entertaining, but, and I'm going to sound like a snob here. And I understand if people hate me and that's totally okay. I think it's like one of the lowest forms of comedy is what a, a prank show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like there's just something about it. I'm just like, sometimes, like I said, sometimes I'm laughing a lot at it, but I feel bad that I'm laughing at it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's not the same as like, writing a joke or writing a sketch or something like I don't know there's just something about it that feels dirty where it's just like it seems too easy like it seems like literally anybody can do it if you gave them a budget yeah I guess so I actually really like the show usually when I when I'm flipping through the tv and it's on I'll just stay at it because I I like it a lot and they actually reference in this movie some of my favorite moments from the show which was really cool for me oh yeah yeah but I don't know I I kind of agree that being said I think for them, there is kind of a skill to being able to keep a straight face. Oh, yeah. I like that they make a game out of it, and it's not like Jackass where it's just random stunt or random prank or random whatever to the Mm -hmm. next. Like, there is a through line, so at least that's a new element and something different that makes them stand out. You know what I really think it is? Is, like, I like Q. Yeah. And I like Murray, and I don't really like the other two guys. It's funny because... Quinn is Quinn is my favorite. I mean, obviously, it's really cool that he's got the Kevin Smith connection. Um, and you know, he's yeah. in Jane Silent Bob reboot. He was also in Dogma, and he was actually supposed to be in Comic Book Men. And I think he was supposed to be like a regular on what is it, the Smodcast? That's uh, Kevin Smith's podcast. Yeah, but I think his contract with True TV for Joker's like came uh, between that. Like, I don't know. I don't have. The, I don't know the logistics, but I think that fucked everything up. Oh, I got you. He's also a big Devils fan, which is just awesome. But then Murray also, he was, he kind of, I'm pretty sure he directed a movie called Damned, like out of college. And so he actually started in movies and he was, uh, he was also an extra in Howard Stern's movie, Private Parts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's some, that's some good cred there. So, so the two of them actually have like some sort of like movie background before like Impractical Jokers. Sal and Joe have only done that. I mean, before it was Impractical Jokers, they were called the, the uh, Tenderloins, was like their like comedy like troupe or whatever you want to call it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I think James and Brian Quinn definitely have the most like credentials and stuff like that. That being said, I actually think Joe's really funny. <laughs> well, I'll give him credit because he will take it further than anybody else. Like, yeah, he does. He has the least amount of problems with doing the worst thing that they suggest. Like, mm-hmm. He's just like, fuck it. I don't care. He'll just yeah. say the worst thing. He doesn't care. So I could respect him for that because that's how I would be. Like, that's the thing <laughs> is like when I watch this, when they tap out, I'm like, fuck that. Keep going. Like, you can push me all the way to the edge and I'll jump off. Like, I don't care. Yeah. There's a yeah, there's a few things that they they tap out at in this, and I was like, God damn it! Like, I wish you kept going, <laughs> especially for the movie. That's like, that's like the one thing with the movie they can definitely push it a bit further than the show, and I think they do in some regard. But there was I would have liked to have seen 
it be a little bit more out there compared to the show because for the most part it feels like it's just a longer show yeah yeah well do you want to start getting into all that yeah i'll get into you know our normal shit real quick but chris henchy i think that's how you pronounce his last name he's the director on this this is his first like film he did a, a movie called uh, We the Economy, but it was basically just a short film anthology, which I guess kind of leads well into this because this is kind of just almost in a sense a short film anthology if you think about it. Yeah. But I'm more of a fan of him as a writer than a director or and definitely producer. His track record as a producer is not good. <laughs> He did Holmes and Watson, Daddy's Home 1 and 2. Oh, God. The House, <laughs> Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah. The, he did do uh, Tim and Eric. Um, and Billion Dollar uh, Movie. Yeah. And he was a uh, producer on the Between Two Ferns uh, TV show. So, Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. But the, the first part of that, I was like, oh, my God, this is dog shit. <laughs> But like as far as him as a writer, he was the writer on the other guys and the campaign. The campaign I'm not like huge on, but I think the other guys is pretty funny. Yeah, I like I like the other guys. Yeah. So he's he's the director and writer on this, but Joe, James, Brian, and Sal are also writers on this movie. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, you had texted me because I asked you, like, is it worth doing an episode on or whatever? And you had texted me and you're like, I will tell you this, they actually give you more of a story than I thought they were going to. Yeah, I literally thought it was going to be like the Jackass movie where it's just a longer version of the TV show, but they attempt to give you a narrative. Yes, it'll come back around, but I like that they attempt. Attempt is the key word, but I like that they attempt to yeah. to give you a story because especially with the way that it's like, like I said, it's not like ramped up where it could potentially be rated R or something like that. It just feels the same you know, the level of the pranks that it is in the TV show. So considering it's the same thing for the most part, I'm kind of glad they didn't just go with a TV show like and just be like, okay, it's an hour and a half of the show because, you know, I could just stay home and watch the show. Yeah. I'm glad that I guess they they tried to give you, you know, a story. Yeah. I love that we keep just saying attempt, try, kind of <laughs> already showing how we felt about that aspect of it. So I guess I guess we'll talk about that. But it starts off. And I mean, first of all, Staten Island gross, but it doesn't start any of like the pranks or the, the quote unquote impractical jokes until a while in, like there's a lot of story set up in the beginning. And as I was watching, I was like, wait, is this actually going to be a movie? Are they not going to do any jokes or are they going to like work them into this, this plot somehow? And then somewhere in the middle, like it does just devolve into like, oh, this is just we're on the road and we're fucking yeah. with each other. I didn't see Bad Grandpa, but I know the structure of that movie. Yeah, very similar. And Bad Grandpa is a, yeah. So have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's isn't it basically a trip across the country that's like de that devolves into a prank show? Yeah, essentially. Like they same thing, they set up a narrative, they set up a we got to go here for this and we got to do this thing and then uh, as they're journeying to that thing, they'll keep doing things like, oh, let's stop at this gas station. And then it cuts to like the camera hidden away and then the gas station prank. And the yeah. next one, it's like, oh, let's stop and get dinner at this restaurant and then cut to dinner prank or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So I, I knew that. So I was like, oh, this is 
kind of the same thing. Also, based on one skit in particular, it looks like they filmed this movie in 2018. Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling that you are correct. So, one, it's weird that it was held on for that long. Two, it's weird that a movie has come out since then that's basically the same thing, and they didn't, like, they weren't, like, it feels like they were just kind of stealing it a little bit. (laughs) I don't want to say stealing, but... I don't know. The formula for the movie is very generic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's to be expected though. But again, it it was more than I thought it was going to give us. So I guess, you know, nice try guys, but it wasn't (laughs) anything. It wasn't anything spectacular and it wasn't anything. uh, It's easily my least favorite parts of the movie are the parts when they're not joking. Like at a certain point, I was just kind of like, I almost wish this was just the a longer version of the show. Walking into it, I didn't feel that. Walking in, I was like, give me something. And then yeah. as I saw what they were giving me, I was like, eh, maybe I should have just asked for the show. That's exactly how I feel. And it's it's actually funny because I've watched like some of their stand-up too, and I'm like, I think you're much more funny when you're doing the prank thing. Like I I've never been like a huge fan of like th- their scripted jokes. Yeah. So when the movie started, I'm like oh, is this a movie? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then about, yeah, like you said, like maybe like 15 minutes in, they go into like the first challenge or whatever. And the first challenge I was dying at. I, there was some really funny jokes in that. The one with the urn. Oh, that's not the first one. The first one is the Santa one. Oh yeah, you're right. The one with the urn though got me really hard. Yeah, so I actually wrote down every challenge as like after they happened and I would give it like a, like a, positive or a negative mm-hmm. so if you want to i don't know if you want to start that now but i almost feel like we can just do that as a segment of this episode of this review just go through and rank like give a positive like was this bit a positive or is this bit a negative to each each joke in it yeah yeah we, we, we can do that before we just get into that i was just saying like i did not think i was going to enjoy it because i was like is this actually going to be like a movie and yeah all the stuff that is for the most part all the stuff that is scripted I was not a fan of. Yeah, same. And then all the challenge stuff, I was happy with for the most part. Like, I actually laughed a lot. I was by myself when I saw this. So, like, I laughed a lot, which is surprising when I go to a movie by myself. Yeah. And I started off saying that I liked that they tried to do something different. But after seeing how it's not scaled up, I almost just kind of wish they just did a long episode. Like, that's that's all I was kind of hoping for at the end. I'm like, eh, because, yeah. And there's, and there's like returning gags too that they scripted that just aren't funny at all. Yeah. It, it reeks of trying too hard and it's, uh, it's not nice. I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that, but <laughs> with what you were telling me about, uh, Q and Murray's background before Impractical Jokers totally makes sense. Cause I wrote down, I'm like, they're the, they're the only two like believable quote unquote actors in this. Like Q as a character in the movie is the only one I really liked and thought was like okay he's decent he's not awful but sal was he's such a bad actor yeah (laughs) i hated it i I was like man this guy is so bad he's such he's so not an actor and never should be (laughs) but q q was doing fine he was doing good he was delivering his lines he was hitting it and murray was serving his role well it's just it wasn't written well yeah they were doing fine i think I wasn't going into it like I need great acting. So I felt like a lot of the acting in the movie was like pretty campy and and I was fine with it because that's not what I was, you know, 
I wasn't sitting there like I better get great performances out of the impractical jokers. <laughs> so yeah, I I would I would agree that it, one it's not great. It, the real thing is just that the scripted moments aren't written well, and there's not many like jokes that I actually laughed at. I think really like one of the only like things that I thought was funny. I like the monopoly bit, and he called him the thimble. That actually made me laugh. But uh, other than that, really like you know the thing with Murr's like um hotel that they keep going back to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that. I think the thing that everyone's going to be going for is the challenges, though. So do you want to get into that? I do, but first I want to mention this. Did you notice something very similar between this movie and last week's review that we did with Sonic? Um, hmm. I'll, g- I'll give you a big hint. Does it it's, have anything to do with, like, Olive Garden? <laughs> it does, except in this movie, it was Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. <laughs> there's there's that, and there's, uh, like, it, the scene starts with just a uh, an establishing shot of a Red Lobster, and then yeah. they name drop Red Lobster throughout the scene. They're just like, oh, no, she's coming over here. Like, is it about to pop off at the lobster? And uh, I was like, I see what you're doing. That's not funny. But I'm like, man, yeah. you guys are really talking up Red Lobster. And I'm like... Is this going to be a thing for 2020? It's just every movie has a different restaurant in it. <laughs> yeah. A different like chain. Just, yeah, just wait till you see Black Widow. They, there's a there's a whole scene at a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> oh my god. If they come out with like a like a Black Widow wing though, I'll be there. Oh yeah. I'm I'm all about that. But that <laughs> that's all I wanted to say before we did the challenges. But yeah, let's uh let's get into it. All right, so, so you actually wrote them down in order, so why don't you start this off? All right, so first we have the Santa Claus bit. Oh, I guess spoilers for everybody. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think we'll talk about, like, specifically parts of the challenges. Like, we'll just say what the challenge was, and I don't think that's a huge spoiler. No. Because really the, the thing that people like about the show is, like, when they tell each other, like, now say this, now do this. So, like, we won't go into that specific. But, yeah, the first one, Santa bit... I think it was only, yeah, that was a weird one because it was only Sal dressed up as Santa. They didn't all take turns as Santas. I think that's like um kind of like a flash forward to like the present moment. And I think that was kind oh, of just supposed to be like, you know, like, here's the Jokers, they're doing what they do. <laughs> Got you. So um, I didn't really, that's why I forgot about it. I didn't really take it as like a, you know, a challenge or whatever. Yeah, you're. I think you're right. I don't think that one counted for the the way they rack up the points for the end. Yeah, no. It, but either it way, I didn't think that bit was funny. I didn't think it was funny. Though, actually, I laughed at the the very first thing that is like said in that where the kids walking up and like yell no at the kid. I thought that was funny, but then everything that comes after that, I wasn't too into. Yeah, I feel you. So the first challenge, the real challenge, you are correct, would be the eulogy bit. I I was laughing a lot for that, but I have a real dark sense of humor. Yeah, I mean... That was perfect. I think that was probably my favorite challenge of the whole movie. Like, they started strong with the actual challenges. And I think the... What they were having them say in that part was also, like, just, like, the wittiest, I guess. Yeah. Some of the things that... I won't spoil the jokes, but there was, you know, out of the four of them going, three of them got me pretty hard. Yeah. Well, Q... Yeah, I guess spoiler for this result, but like Q tapped like immediately, but yeah. for the best reason. And it was hilarious. I was like, 
that's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then as he's walking away, he's talking about like what's on the card that he had to say. <laughs> and I Mers I thought was hilarious, and he just leaves the urn there. And then uh Yeah, they're like, hey, leave the urn. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Joe's I thought was really funny also. But yeah, I think that's the best one. So I mean that one was definitely a positive. I was all into that one. So that that one was good. That's that gets a thumbs up for me. Then they had the cave bit. No. And I didn't think that was funny. No. Yeah, I wasn't into that. Who was it? Was that Joe? That was Joe. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a boy who got lost in a cave years ago and then he comes up and he's like this weird like cave creature man thing. But like I feel like most of that group recognized him and was like they were most of the people that he like surprised were like laughing. Yeah. That so was the it, thing. It's like, not the same as if it was all, like people were like genuinely scared or anything. I don't know. It just fell flat. I don't know yeah. why they kept it in. I think if uh, you just hit on it, I think if they were actually scared or if they had like not had him come out and be like ridiculous right from the get go, it would have been a lot more funny. He just kind of comes out and I think they may have recognized him and he's like joking around with them and. It was, I don't know, it just wasn't, it wasn't very funny. I, that's like one of the things where I'm like, it felt scripted and the fact that it wasn't really working, like in the context that you'd want it to, where the people are freaking out or whatever, it, it just felt flat. Yeah, definitely. So, so far we're like, you know, roller coaster up, down, up, down. But the yeah. next thing they did was the, uh, the life raft thing, the, the guy off the boat. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. That actually got me. Yeah, I like that. Especially especially when the when Joe's doing it and Mer's in out in Naked. the water. Yeah, yeah. That I thought was funny. And that was one moment where I was actually like, oh, like they don't show anything, but that was one moment where I was like, oh, I feel like they're actually trying to push the rating on this like from like TV to like PG-13 a little bit. So that I appreciated cuz I wasn't sure if you'd get exactly that in the TV show. Maybe you would because it's censored, but yeah, I don't know that that at least felt like they were pushing it a little bit more. See, for me, actually, the first one they did for that bit with the soldier in the boat. Yeah, I think that was the best one out of all of all of them in that specific challenge. Oh, really? Because it's just like, yeah, because it's like you got to basically be like, no, I don't want them joining the boat, but we're going to make it really hard. And then they pull up and first one, it's like, oh, a U.S. soldier. <laughs> and then it's just like. <laughs> I, I think it was Sal who had to say no to him. And I think he mutters into his microphone, like under his breath, like, oh, damn it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> there was one line he had in there, too. I can't even remember what it was, but it, I was just like, oh, like, oh <laughs> man. he's like, well, yeah, I mean, he's a soldier. And if we save him, like, what is that going to do for his, uh, for his confidence? <laughs> yeah, for his confidence. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's that's solid. Yeah, I thought that was funny. What was the what was the one after that? Was that another like well, single person one? Yes, you nailed it. And it is the hardest I laughed in the whole movie. It's the uh, Hotel Tiger. Oh, really? You were dying at that? I thought that was the funniest thing cuz it it served no point except for torturing my least favorite of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like crying. I was like this is awesome. Sal gets it the the worst, I think, in the movie. E- either Sal or Murr, but the two moments with Sal, the tiger, and then the one that comes later, I thought were awesome. And the one that comes later is was one of those things where it ties back into a previous episode, and it was and it's actually my favorite prank out of the entire show. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I might not have so. that one written down. I feel like there's one that I am forgetting off of my list, and I can't remember what it is. It involves a cameo from a uh, certain movie star's son. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't write that down. Yeah. I, I so, did forget to write that down because that one, I didn't look at that one as a challenge too. But yeah, that is that is a really good bit. That, that had me laughing. So, I mean, if you didn't write it down and we don't know what order it is, I'll just say it if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you've watched the show, you've probably seen this episode because it went viral. Because this is, if you've seen the show, basically whoever loses at the end of the episode, they get like a punishment. And in the episode, three of them all tie for losing. So Joe basically picks the punishment and he has them all get tattoos and he picks what they get tattooed and they can't see what they're getting tattooed on them until it's already on them. And the first two have like stuff that's bad, but not nearly as bad. And then Sal goes and he, he got Jaden Smith's face tattooed on his thigh. It's the hardest I've laughed at the entire show. It's so fucking funny. And the tattoo itself just looks hilarious because it's just this little yeah. boy's face. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they, they bring that back around in this movie. And I thought that was awesome. They, they must have known that that was people's favorite. But I'm curious because th- that whole thing seemed way more like scripted and just how, like how things play out because he goes on stage and that they basically say like he doesn't know this is going to happen but the events that happened afterwards i was like did they actually go and get that tattooed on him again because if they did now sal has two jaden smith tattoos on him which is hilarious i think he did i th- I think that was legit yeah so that's actually kind of crazy and i guess like you know good on him for going that far for a laugh but uh I don't know. I just really appreciated that because that's probably my favorite Impractical Jokers moment and they brought it back and they actually showed the clip in the movie too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which was handy for me because I didn't know that. Yeah. But I mean, when you see a, when you see a grown man with a Jaden Smith tattoo, I would I would assume it was for the show, not just out of <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I really just love Jaden Smith. <laughs> Uh, what what came after uh came after the tiger? So after the tiger, we had the strip club thing, Murray's birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was okay, but it it really didn't. I don't know, it didn't do it for me. There's also something really weird about that scene. I don't know if you caught it. In what way? So like, his family is revealed behind the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. One of the kids, like all the way to the far right it looked like they were superimposing a face onto it because it would move almost separate from the body. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was really freaking me out. And it it didn't look like his face was sized correctly to his head. So I almost feel like they had a stand in there and then they had like a Skype in of one of the family members, you know? Oh, so it was really, I couldn't not look at it. I was like, there's no way that's a human. There's no human's face is scaled like that. <laughs> Watch it. just It's real. And that person just looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a monster. I, again, uh, that was one. I didn't laugh very hard at that one. I think I like chuckled a little bit. But that one, again, I appreciated because I don't think that's something they would have done on like the true TV show. Yeah, probably not. Not that they show anything either. Like, even though they're in a strip club, like no tops off or anything. And I was like, then what was the point? Like he should have known something was up once all of those ladies were fully clothed. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Maybe he was that yeah, I guess. I feel like they cannot be like, they have to just assume the worst at all times. <laughs> oh yeah. You you're just a life living on your toes. Yeah. 
but you know i i appreciated that one for for that like aspect yeah all right so i i I put it down as a negative for me are you putting that as like a positive for you yeah it was it was a positive for me i guess there you go all right we're finally differing a little bit this next one i think we're going to agree though the hawks interview oh that was awesome (laughs) yeah that was so good yeah, That's so good. the The only the only bit of it that I want to spoil is when they're like, "Hey, excuse yourself to go to the bathroom, then go downstairs and shoot hoops." Yeah, that like, and they just in the middle him. of the interview, and and he's interviewing for like a security job, and he comes back and he's like, "Security's awful here." He's like, "Yeah, so security is a problem here. I see that." And he's like writing it down as a note. Yeah, <laughs> so I just walked down there, started shooting hoops. I love like also like when. When she leaves for that interview, he's just dying. Like, he couldn't even keep it together. Yeah. Same thing with, I think, Q when he was doing that. He couldn't keep it together because he's basically just telling her the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just like, okay, and gets up. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I think it's the last one, and it's not a real challenge. Or maybe it's not the last one because I think they do something at, like, the very end or whatever. But the the social media speech... For Q. Oh, that was that was pretty funny. Oh, it was that was great. There's there's one that you missed that I did not like though. Oh really? What was it? The horse. They they leave the horse form. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that was funny either. I thought that was that was pretty lame. And I also questioned how much he actually went on that horse. Like I, I was like, yeah. how, I wonder if this is scripted, you know? I feel like it was. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell the validity of all that stuff, unless there was like a behind-the-scenes video, and it's like here's the full video of him just riding this horse for whatever two miles. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. But I don't know. Yeah. It, it that just it didn't seem. It wasn't as funny for me. I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was just kind of in there as like a just another thing. The only part that actually made me laugh is when he gets in the car to drive it, and he's still wearing that like tro- Trojan outfit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what he's going to do, just change in the parking lot. I thought he would at least take the helmet off. <laughs> yeah, he's committed. I, I respect him for that. Yeah. So, are there, were there any more? Not that I have written down. Okay. For for me, almost all of the the actual prank por- portions of the movie, they land. Like, I, I was happy with all of that for the most part. Yeah, I think only, only really like three or four of them I was just kind of like, and eh, not doing it for me. But then there's like five or six other ones. Where I'm like, that's pretty good. So I'd say they're hitting at like 60% accuracy or maybe even a little bit higher. Yeah, I think it was a little bit higher for me. And I don't know. I liked it. That's also, I feel like that's like on brand for the show because you watch an episode and not everything lands for you. But there's usually, yeah. a, there's usually a skit or two in the show out of only a few that like, get a good reaction out of you so i appreciated that dope you know what you mentioned the jaden smith cameo did you notice another cameo in this movie that was very subtle is it is it uh um joey fatone from nsync nope oh well that's another one (laughs) yeah that's another one but it's a little bit before that uh it's it's when uh it's when murray is out on his own and like uh, the rest of the guys went to Paul Abdul's party, and then Murray's like walking the city streets. Who is who's there? Oh man, there's a weird there's a weird beat because it it's him walking, and then it 
it stays on this table of, of girls and they're like, is that Murray from Impractical Jokers? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I think it is. You remember that? Yeah. Just behind them, like literally just behind them, like almost like at the same table is Will Ferrell slowly eating a pizza. Really? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that's the best acting I've seen Will Ferrell do in years. <laughs> Like, he's quiet. He didn't say a word. He's literally just staring off into the distance and slowly eating a pizza in the background. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, that's actually a hilarious cameo. As soon as they cut the camera, he started crying and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was so hard to be, I- to be silent. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Now when I watch it next time, I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah, you're going to watch this again? I don't know. I don't know. If it, if it goes on Netflix, I might just watch it just to... Uh, Some of the bits. Like, skip, skip to the bits, yeah. I would actually like to... Sh- I said this to my brother when I got back. Um, I was like, I, you know, I enjoyed the movie to some degree, but the parts that are scripted, I hated. And then the parts that are the TV show, I enjoyed for the most part. So I was like... So I went back and forth between being entertained and laughing out loud to super cringe like please get this yeah that's that's the same for me man so uh, do you want to get into tomato tomatoes uh yeah we can get we can get into tomato tomato one last thing and i feel like i feel like this is probably not like gonna sound well or you know good or not but do you think this is a little bit cash grabby because i feel like like the show's still going on so it's weird that they would put the like it's not like something where it's like the impractical jokers have you know the show's not going on anymore and now it's like cashing in on like or like they, they want to do one last thing but they can't bring the show back so it's like we'll do a movie you know it's it's weird yeah. that the show's still going on and they put a movie out during that yeah it's all about the money man it's all about the money obviously all right that's all i was wondering <laughs> yeah like i don't it just is what it is it's february baby yeah that's true this is what we get. All right. So we'll tomato, 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 the critics bringing this in at a 29%. 29? 29. All right. Killing it. <laughs> but the audience, tomato, 83%. Jeez, dude. 83. What is that? B minus? Yeah. That's an F to a, to a B minus. Hmm. <laughs> Man, this is tough. Um, I'll say tomato. Okay. Which is which is the F, but I didn't fail it. I gave it a D plus. Oh, okay. I am going to go tomato because I'm closer to that, I guess. I gave it a C minus. Oh, okay. Man, we're right, we're right next to each other. You've yeah. been more positive so far this year than I have. Yeah, which is, you know, I, I told you I've been looking at the... Um, like our graded breakdown for the you know it's in the book and stuff like that and yeah last year you were definitely more positive than i was i feel like i i graded a little bit harsher last year so far though with the exception of the gentleman i've been given stuff a little bit more i mean you know a little bit better grades yeah a little more love a little more love but c minus i feel like that's pretty high considering this is barely a movie uh for me it was that it just i was entertained it made me laugh yeah, it made me laugh too, and that's why I gave it the D plus because I was just like, well, I can't fail it because I had a good time watching. It's definitely better than 
downhill was. And I graded this higher than another movie. What was it? Sorry, I'm going to look right now at my notes. It was, oh, I like this more than Bad Boys for Life. Oh, well, good. <laughs> yeah. I think you could, you definitely have a, a good point when you say that this is barely a movie because I I feel like most critics feel that way because I said that 29 people uh, reviewed it. It's actually 14. There's only 14 reviews on this on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my God. Yeah, it's probably, it's not being taken seriously and I kind of can't blame anybody. Yeah, yeah. It probably won't be in theaters for too long. No, I was actually kind of surprised that I was able to catch it because it was like the second week it was out and I was like, are they even going to leave it in theaters for that long? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of movies that are coming and going real fast. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, it, it made me laugh, which is which is more than I can say for like probably half the comedies I saw last year. So I was like, you know what? Like, I I didn't hate it. I was entertained. Yeah, I got you. But man, that's that's not that far off from your Birds of Prey grade. Didn't you give that like a C or C plus? I think I give it a C plus. Yeah, damn, it's crazy. A couple C pluses then. Sonic was a C plus two for you, I think. Yeah, I think I give the gentleman like a C. <laughs> Wow, you're really rocking in the sea range right now. I'm all over the place. It's January and February, man. Yeah, but dude, for 2020... Also, how many movies have you seen so far 2020? I've only seen five. Wow, I'm going to smoke your ass. How many are you at? Seven? Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm beating you raw. <laughs> oh, no. He's beating me raw. <laughs> <laughs> But from those seven movies, I've given out one grade from every letter. Hoping that we start getting more movies now that are going to be good. I also think that me and you are trying to avoid the really shitty movies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing my best. Uh, I haven't totally nailed that down because, like I said, I saw Downhill. And uh, it's just bound to happen. We're going to see movies that suck. Yeah. There's going to be movies that have demand, too, that we're like, oh, we got to see this. Like, Dark Phoenix had demand, and we saw it, and it was just poopy. <laughs> yeah, so. and now we got New Mutants coming out this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I we have, have to do an episode that. on that. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, cool. I'm glad we got around to seeing the Impractical Jokers, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we did. Because otherwise, we wouldn't have had an episode this week, because there's fucking nothing out in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, a movie just came out this week that I think had a little bit of demand. I don't really, I wasn't interested in it, but the uh, Big Lebowski spinoff, The Jesus Rolls, uh, that's sporting a uh, 19% right now. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that and I was like, that's going to suck. And that breaks my heart because I love The Big Lebowski. And I'm sure uh, most people love The Big Lebowski. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those movies where it's like, it's a, it is a very good movie, but it's also really douchey to say it's one of your favorite movies <laughs> because it's like we get it. You went to a college like nobody gives a shit like <laughs> it, it's like when people are like, oh, man, Fight Club's my favorite movie. And it's like, all right. Yeah, that is a very good movie. And I, I can see why that could be someone's favorite movie. But if you think of the type of person who's like Fight Club's my favorite movie, it's like uh, you're a tool. Did you see the thing that was like, um. Joker poster overtakes Fight Club poster for uh the most hung poster in college dorms. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome and probably very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I that, that was awesome. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate. That happens to a lot of movies. That was the same thing like when people are like, oh, Pulp Fiction is my favorite movie. 
And it's like, oh, roll my eyes. Obviously. Oh, you're so edgy, Pulp Fiction. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, no duh. Pulp Fiction's amazing. Why can't that be someone's favorite movie? Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm, tr- I'm not trying to shit on anybody who likes Big Lebowski or Fight Club or Pulp Fiction who thinks that's their favorite movie. I'm not saying don't feel that way. I'm saying it's unfair that you, you get lumped in with all the tool bags. Uh, I guess so. I was I was going to say, I feel like that is almost like a cop-out because it's such a popular movie. Like for me, like if I'm going to pick my favorite movie, I would almost rather pick something off the board because it just feels more unique to yourself. Yeah, What's a movie that really showcases your tastes while also being like one of your favorites? Because Mm -hmm. like there are those standards where it's like, yeah, we all love this movie. Like anybody who watches it probably likes it. So it's not, you're not really telling us anything about yourself. It's like, like if you ask me like, oh, like what's one of your favorite movies? I would sooner, I would agree that like, yeah, Pulp Fiction is one of my favorites and Big Lebowski, not so much Fight Club, but I would rather tell you something like Old Boy because I I think about that movie all the time. I love that movie for so many mm-hmm. different reasons, but it also shows you that like I'm fucking smart because like I watch foreign films. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, like I'm fucking I'm you know I'm I'm like a world traveler with <laughs> cinema and nothing else. Uh, and then you're going to ask me like what my favorite movie is. And then I'm going to tell you, uh, 21 bridges. <laughs> there you, did you see that from last year? No, I didn't see it. You just told me that it was trash. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was let down, got tricked by the whole fucking Russo brothers thing. So just, do you think alien is a, is a, uh, generic answer? I don't think aliens a generic answer. Cause there's a lot of people who don't like sci-fi or don't like horror. Okay, so I was gonna I'm, say because Alien is my favorite movie, dude. That's that's a valid answer. I think I don't think that one is um, too mainstream. Like it is like a mainstream movie, but it's not. I know a lot of people who don't care about the Alien franchise at all. Yeah, well, it's so. it's easy to not care about it at all after like the last like four movies. <laughs> well, hey man, I liked Prometheus. No, I I actually I liked Covenant and I liked Prometheus, but. The two AVP movies suck, and then rec- uh, Resurrection is trash, and then oh, three yeah. is pretty bad too. I mean, three three bums me out though because it had so much potential. Yeah, well, the first Alien versus Predator movie was one of the first movies I ever walked out of. <laughs> like <laughs> the moment the, f- the first one's better than the sick to the second one. <laughs> no, the second one's so much better because they're just like, all right, fuck it. How about no story, just full gore. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so, but I, I also felt like, yeah, I, you know, people were complaining about the first one, and they were like, how could you, Predator and a- Alien are rated R, and then you make a PG-13 movie, so then, yeah, like you said, they just went full gore on the next one, but there's a few lines in the second one that I'm like, that is unforgivable. <laughs> All right, well, that's fair, but the first one, I walked out at the scene when, uh, when the lead girl was like, talking to the predator and it's like, looks like we're going to have to like team up and take down the alien. And the predator was just kind of like nods to her. Like, and then it's like, Oh cool. She's going to work with the predator so that they can both beat the alien. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit ever. And I left. (laughs) I was so angry. So you, you completely missed the scene where they like go sledding together basically. (laughs) Yeah. And got hot cocoa at the, uh, at the cabin. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the line in AVPR that just kills me every single time is when the uh, main character pisses off the bully and the bully gets so angry at this and like just his overreaction just kills me because he's delivering pizza and he goes now i know who del- who are the meat lovers <laughs> oh that's amazing you don't like that no it's so st- and then the guy flips out on him he's like how fucking dare you <laughs> and he beat, i'm gonna he start the using that <laughs> i'm gonna start using that all the time i love he- that he beats the shit out of him and he throws his car keys down into the sewer because he said, now I know who ordered the meat lover's pizza. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's saying he loves meat. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got it. I just think that's so funny that you get that mad about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Well, he probably owned a pickup truck. I think he did. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I think I have to buy a pickup truck. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, for work stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I'm oh, not looking man. forward to that. I've never wanted to own a pickup truck in my life. <laughs> well, you can you can carry so many things in there. Yeah, all my Blu-rays like, and comic books. <laughs> Your sack. Yeah. I'm just not a truck guy. Like I feel like anybody would look at me and be like, that guy definitely doesn't drive a truck. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Yeah. Yeah. Like no, truck I hear guys you. look a certain way. Yeah. And it's not and a good we, or a bad thing. It's just you can tell who might own a truck. We're the, we're the type of people that buy a car because it's got a nice Bluetooth system in it. Yeah, exactly. That's like uh, at work. Uh, it's you know it's a lot of it's a lot of men like men like we watch football and like when the Super Bowl is going on. I don't know if I talked about this on the show before. So sorry, Swampies, if I'm repeating myself. But I was still like fairly newish. And I don't really talk to anybody at work. I just do my job and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Super Bowl's going on, and everybody's talking sports. And the whole time I'm sitting there, like, man, I really hope nobody tries to talk about football with me because um, nobody in his place is going to like me. When they're like, hey, man, who are you rooting for? I'm like, ah, I don't know sports. I like art. <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> no, but that's all that's going on in my head. It's like someone's going to come up and... Uh, Talk to me like, who do you got for the Super Bowl? I'll be like, uh, Bong Joon Ho. <laughs> you just na- make up like a sports team, like ah, uh, the Georgia Bearbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'd root for them. I'm always rooting for the Georgia Bearbacks. The Georgia or the Bearbacks Seattle pullouts. The, I was gonna say, say the Rhode Island Raw Dogs. <laughs> oh, Rhode Island Raw Dog is great. We should make our own football league, kind of like the XFL. Oh, sex FL. (laughs) But yeah, man, it was actually funny because I stopped watching the Super Bowl. Like, and from from what I heard, there was a uh, a great comeback. I left watching the Super Bowl after the third quarter and there was like a crazy gap in points. And I was like, all right, this game's over. I don't really give a shit. And I left to go watch Lord of the Rings. (laughs) So (laughs) that's my boy. That's my boy. I know I know you're going to make one of our listeners real proud talking to you Tom. Oh, he's a big loader fan? Oh yeah. My buddy Tom, not your buddy Tom. Uh, well, you don't know. My buddy Tom, I think he, he likes might. Lord of the Rings. I, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying for what I know for sure. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, I would say is my favorite trilogy. I don't even know if it's if there's a debate for it. like it's it's so good. The Two Towers is probably one of my favorite movies of all time also. Yeah, that can that can definitely make a list. Yeah. Also, speak, speaking of that, something else we're going to talk about off air is uh, we're kind of planning something special 
outside of just the book. Once the book is done, this is our next step, but maybe some bonus content available for people who want to kind of uh, contribute to the show, you know? I, maybe, yeah, I mean, I know, because we've already talked about it, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe some sort of a Patreon thing going on. Yeah, I mean, when we have something more ironed out, then we'll then we'll drop it. Yeah, we'll, we're we'll announce it. everything, but uh, that's something I'm going to talk about with you as soon as we're done recording this episode. So why don't I go ahead and just tell people to go to todosmoviereviews.com, go check out our merch shop. Got a whole bunch of new designs up there. You get printed on whatever fucking bullshit you want. Like per, pretty much anything you fucking need. You, you can get a gallon of milk with our face on it. I don't think that's true. But have you have you seen these two dudes? <laughs> yeah, we're missing. We were missing for like a day last I know, week. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you know, just fucking um go to there, find us on social media at two dudes movie reviews, all that noise. You guys already know what to do. You got anything else for these swampies? No, I'm good. All right, good. Then suck it, losers. <laughs> <laughs>